Hi, God bless you. This is Dr. Valerie Simpson. This is Elder Daniel Simpson. And thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Reset Forever podcast. And we're coming to you this week with the Union Gospel Press Sunday School lesson, uh, lesson number 11. And we are reading or learning today about Saul's attempts on David's life. It's coming out of the book of 1 Samuel, chapter number 19, and verses 18 through 17. So we hope you'll enjoy the lesson, and God bless you, Elder Daniel Simpson. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let me start off with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this day. We just appreciate you, and we love you, Lord, and we love that you gleam into your rich word. We can know your purpose. We ask you to give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Spirit to teach which word to your people in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So we are in a very good lesson. This is Saul attempts on David's life. Attempts multiple. Yes, this is not his first attempt in this lesson. He actually had two more attempts. Before we get to this lesson, we're going to examine some of those because we have to kind of examine why Saul, all of a sudden, David is his target. Right, right, right. And it helps us to examine ourselves, too. So we'll see. I think some of us will see ourselves in Saul a little bit. Because David, you know, last week's lesson, he defeated Goliath. Mm -hmm. And that was a major victory, not only for... God's people, but for the kingdom of Israel. Mm-hmm. And in this week's lesson, it seems like it's a flip. Now Saul, he wants to kill David. So we want to uh, examine some things that led up to this, if you will. Okay. So we're going to start off actually to set the foundation of this lesson in Second Samuel chapter 18. Okay, we're going to go to 18. All right. And we'll start off in verse number five, and we'll read here. And in this, these few verses we're going to read, we're going to see where now the switch has flipped in King Saul from being, you know, joyous of David, success on the battlefield with Goliath, that he turns to be envious and jealous. It reads like this, verse five. And when David went out, Whatsoever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely, and Saul sent him over the men of war. And he was accepted in the sight of all the people, and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Then verse 6 goes on to read, And it came to pass as they came, when David was returning from the slaughters of the Philistines, <laughs> that the women came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing. To meet King Saul with tambourines, with joy, and with instrument of music. Okay, let me ask you a question. Shouldn't, um, couldn't we add what was said or what happened in chapter 16 that just comes to mind? Go ahead. Okay, so um, that was the time when, um, when Saul was really angry at David again. And uh, I think that was when he had defeated Goliath. And 
Yes, last week's lesson. Yeah, last week's lesson. And he had defeated uh, David. But there were times before this that Saul would be troubled. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But Saul would be troubled, and David would come and play with the harp. And so in chapter number 16, verse number 14, it says, But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and the evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And I think we see that again in this week's lesson, don't we? Yes. Okay. So that is kind of one of those hard questions, one of those hard discussions to have. An evil spirit from the Lord, it just sounds like an oxymoron. Evil from the Lord, you know, who is not capable of doing wrong. But um, he can allow things. And then, then God has a good side and God has a side of wrath. But nonetheless, God had permitted some things. And in this case, we're talking about an evil spirit that was permitted to torment Saul. And I think it's uh, important for people to understand that some of the things he does are extreme because there's some, there's some activity there in the spiritual realm that is tormenting Saul. Well, Saul has been rejected at this point. Yeah, it was when God rejected him that God the spirit God took his anointed came. from King Saul because of his disobedience mm -hmm. and he wouldn't follow God's command mm -hmm. and so now you've seen that where a spirit came and troubled him okay. and David will play with the harp with his anointing mm -hmm. and so I will be refreshed and will be made whole right. or made well but in this instance we're going to see that as these women came out and celebrating their victory over the Philistines, it was like a, a, a parade, if you will. Celebratory parade, like yes. when the men would come home from war. war. Kind of like that big one that when they came home from the war and they had that big parade in New York yes. and big celebration. It was one of those. Everybody was happy. We won. Our king uh, has brought us through another triumph and victory yes. and he's feeling good about himself. Yes, until... <laughs> Verse 7. And sure the women is. answered one another as they played. Right. And, and answered one another. It's kind of like one of those call songs, you know. I say, have you tried Jesus? And you say... He's all right. Yeah. So they were kind of calling back and forth one to another. So it was one of those occasions. Everybody's hyped. And the king, you know, here he comes. But the words of the song. Words of the song says this. Saul has slain his thousand. Mm -hmm. And then the other women would answer... And David has slain his ten, ten thousands. Thousand. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that that deflated his bubble real quick. You know, it just his ego was gone. Oh, oh yeah, it rained on that parade that yes. day. But it was more than just um, ego, because that troubling, that spirit that troubled and tormented him, was also involved in this anger and frustration that drives him and we'll see more of that in just a second. Yes, he becomes envious and the word envious is this. I got a definition. Okay. Envious means a resentment because of another's success. Okay, so I'm I'm a little envious, you know, okay, you've accomplished some things, you know, and uh, it would be nice if it had been me. So, you know, you're looking pretty good and, I, you know, I wish I had you know, but, I could accomplish such things. But That's envy. Yes, because his is ten times, according to the women in the song. Saul, you just got a thousand. David got ten thousand. So not only are you better, but he's telling you, he's like, oh, he's like ten times ten better times than better. you, Saul. 
<laughs> but he's the king. Yeah. And he does have an ego. Yes. Okay. So now he become envious. And the book of James says this about envious. For where there's envy is and strife, there's confusion and in every, every evil work. Right. And now we're going to see some, some of the evil works. Saul okay. That he's going to do. So it goes on verse 8 said, mm -hmm. And Saul was very wroth. And the same displeased him. Okay, now I think did you did you get a definition for wrong? Because there's fury in that. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be I'm upset, you know. Okay, I'm a little salty. I'm bitter. He's wrong. Oh, there was like flames, you know. He's mad. Burning, coals and embers, you know. That so it's it's very severe. It's very severe. So he was wrong. He was angry, very angry. And the same displeased him. Mm -hmm. And he said, They have ascribed unto David 10,000. And to me they have ascribed but a 1,000. And what can he have more but the kingdom? So he's, he's saying, you know, well, I mean, he stopped. And he rehearses it. Okay, they're saying, they're saying he's 10 times better than me. Okay, if, he, if that's the case then, you know, there's nothing less for, left, left for him to get but the kingdom. So he's really threatened yeah. Saul's uh, leadership and Saul's place and purpose and yes. know, his high in God. But David's not going out of his way to do this. No. It's just that God is with him and he's anointed and whatever he put his hands at, he's prospered. Right. right. He's blessed. The Lord in this. And I, I want to say too that David, not only was he just blessed in what he did, but he did it with all his heart as unto the Lord. And that's what made it so exceptional because David didn't do it. To, he was not a man pleaser. No, he was an apple polisher, as I like to say. But he did it as unto the Lord with all his heart. And God gave him that anointing and that strength. He couldn't have killed that bear and that lion without that power from God. So David was totally given over, and as a result, he had an anointing to do that. So Saul looked at it as, David's trying to take my kingdom, but God was using him. And I think Saul knows that God was with David. Yeah, he, he knew that he was rejected, because Samuel told him that, that the kingdom yes. was going to be taken away from him yes. because of his disobedience. And it would not be established. Yes, okay. it not followed. God's you didn't. Commandment. You didn't follow God's prescribed order. You follow what man wants to do. Mm -hmm. And you, when you when you are a leader, when you God's leader, He called you for you to follow His instructions. Mm -hmm. Now we know we're gonna get other people coming and saying you should do this and you should do that yeah. and you should do this. Then when you pray about it, God said, "I know the future. Mm -hmm. I know what I want. Which way I want you to go." That's why we walk by faith and not by sight. You know. So it goes on to say this in verse 9. Mm -hmm. And Saul eyed David from that day and forward. Okay, so when he said he eyed him, it wasn't that he was just watching David. He was looking upon him in anger. He was looking upon him. That, and, and I think that is the pivotal point. That is the shift. That is the shift from envy, which is, you know, I'm a little, I'm resentful, to jealous. jealous. Okay, so there's a difference in envy and jealousy. Yes. The definition for jealousy is this. It builds resentment against someone because of that person's success. 
But jealousy has something else going on with it. Mm-hmm. It has strong emotions attached. Okay. So it's just that I'm just envious of you because you're successful. Mm-hmm. But now my emotions is involved. So let me say this. Um, um, the Bible says jealousy, re- uh, anger rests in the bosom of the fool. But he says that the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Now, you just made the distinction between envy and jealousy. Jealousy has, what was it? It had a... a dis- it, it, it's the same thing as resentment, but it has, it has strong, strong emotion. Okay, so jealousy has a driver behind it that that uh, envy doesn't. And the drive, the Bible says that uh, it's uh, jealousy is as cruel as the grave. So it goes to extents of if there are things, there are boundaries that jealousy will make you cross before you even knew it. I mean, do you know that even in this life, a man will destroy a woman or a woman will try to kill a man or somebody will try to kill their enemy because there was jealousy in there and there was a driving force that was beyond their ability? Now, I read something. I think I told you about it yesterday because God is jealous, right? We even look at that and God is jealous. But um, I was reading about when Moses was about to go up to Mount Nebo and God was giving him revelation on some of the things that were going to happen. He said, you're not going to cross over Jordan. But he said, these people, they're going to worship what is not even a God and they're going to move me to jealousy. And I'm going to move them to jealousy with a nation that's not even a nation. And I think that comes later on when the heathens or the Gentiles are invited in. But here's what he said. He said, they have provoked me to jealousy. He said, and there is a fire kindled in my wrath, and it is going to burn to the lowest hell. That's, That's a wrath. I mean, you don't want to fall into the hands of an angry God. But his jealousy, he said, they, you moved me. So where I was with you and blessing and giving and preserving, I'm not there with you anymore. Now I'm in another place. I, I have a fire kindled in my wrath, and it is going to burn to the lowest hell, and I am going to bring destruction. So this is what it does, and even in God. But here is a man that has that kind of wrath, and he's coming after David. Well, this is what Proverbs 6 says. Okay. You're right. It says, jealousy is the rage of a man. Mm. That's Proverbs 6, 34 and 35. 6, 34 and 35. He will not regard any ransom. Mm. Neither, will he re- neither will he rest content, though thou give him many gifts. No matter what you give me, I'm still raging. The rage is there. Wow. And Song of Solomon but you brought that up. It says, jealousy is cruel as the grave. Cruel. Cruel. The coals thereof are coals of fire, which have an intense flame. Mm-hmm. And this is what David's going to start experiencing with this relationship with Saul now. 
Okay. Because Saul has moved from the stage of being envious. And, and, because, and not liking David. Yes, because David getting all these praise. And accolades and recognition. Yes. And his, he was now more of a, he was a bigger figure in Israel than the king. Yes, because of his exploits. Not good. Because his exploits on the battlefield. So now he moved from envy to jealous. And his jealousy is a rage now okay. that wants to take David's life.